When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is voting for Jack Cause he's got what all the rest lack Everyone wants to back Jack Jack is on the right track Cause he's got Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Allison, once again. And honestly, this is one of those weeks where I have about a billion things going on and a serious eye twitch because of it, so... Hopefully this will go well today, and bear with me if it doesn't. But I do have a fun one planned for today, so I hope you guys like it. But first, I'm going to get to my question segment. Therefore, an answer to your question. Okay, so the main question in my inbox this week on Instagram, if you don't follow me on Instagram, at Kennedy Dynasty, please go follow, has been... What are your book and film recommendations? Over and over and over. I have gotten that question a trillion times this week. And let me tell you, friends, I have your solution. If you go to either my website, kennedydynasty.com, or you go to my Instagram, which is, like I said, at kennedydynasty. On Instagram, there's a link in my bio, which is my Amazon website. And it's also, you can easily find the link on my, my Kennedy Dynasty website as well. And there, I have taken a lot of time to curate all of my film, all of my book, all of my different merch, all that kind of stuff, recommendations that are about the Kennedys. So it's all books and stuff that I've actually either read or I've researched about and made sure that they're actually a good read so you don't waste your money on them or anything. Um, all of my favorite films on there, like I said. So I'm telling you, that is the hub for Kennedy recommendations. And I made an Instagram story the other day, but in case you don't follow me, which you should, but if you don't, it's okay. But you should. I made an Instagram story talking about the Amazon stuff and telling you guys that Christmas is coming up and it is the perfect place to go just add to cart any Kennedy thing for any Kennedy lover in your life or for yourself because it's been a really tough year and we all need to treat ourselves. So that is my main question and that is my main answer. You will find every single recommendation possible on my Amazon site. So let's get into the episode. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if we're kind of history nerds and we're Kennedy nerds, then we like trivia. Am I wrong? Maybe. I don't know. But I love me some trivia. Like Jeopardy, which I'm still weeping over Alex Trebek passing away this last week. Um, should put that in the news segment, honestly. Jeopardy, I actually watch it nearly every night. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? A fave. Trivial Pursuit. Love to play. All of these things. I love me some trivia. And I feel like Kennedy people love trivia. So I don't think I'm wrong there. Therefore, I was reading an article this week, just random facts about the Kennedys. And I was like, you know what? I've never done an episode that's just popping off random facts. So this is that for you today. You may know some of these things. You may not. I actually found a couple in this list that I did not know, to be honest. I'm going to give my source. It is Marie Claire did this uh, article a little while ago. So I'm quoting them some and I'll give some dialogue of my own, of course. Yeah, you know that I'll do that. But this is from there. If you don't agree with something that they say or you don't think it's true, don't come at me. Come at Marie Claire. So here I go. I'm going to get started. First few little ones are about our wonderful lady, Rose Kennedy. Did you know the Kennedy children were not allowed 
to cry. Rose Kennedy had extremely strict rules that she enforced on a daily basis. Her children were not allowed to cry. They were only allowed to eat certain foods because she wanted them to stay lean. Lateness was not tolerated, which that wasn't in my house either. Honestly, the lateness thing, but back to the list. And they were tasked with researching assigned topics and presenting reports at dinner. I knew the reports part, but I really didn't know that they weren't allowed to cry. That's kind of really sad. I know there is a memoir or something that one of the Kennedy children wrote about her strict rules, and it's not coming to my mind right now. If you know what that is, please DM me on Instagram and send it to me so that I can order it and read it because I'm actually, I don't know, that that trivia one that got me there. I really want to read more about their childhoods. Also, Rose Kennedy was a countess. As a devout Catholic, Rose went to a convent and was honored with the title of countess to celebrate her extraordinary dedication to the church. I did not know that. I knew she was Catholic, but I didn't know she was a countess. Here's one that I, I just don't really feel like this is shocking. I didn't know it for sure. So here it is. Bobby Kennedy was his mother's favorite. Growing up, Bobby Kennedy preferred to stay home rather than go sailing or dancing with his siblings. His siblings said he was extremely shy, he was deeply religious, and he suffered from social anxiety and academic struggles. And as such, Rose had a soft spot for Bobby and the two shared a very special bond. Aw. Next, Patricia which is Pat, as we all know her, decided to go to Hollywood instead of into politics like the rest of her family. Which I wonder how old Joe Sr. felt about that. I mean, maybe he was okay with it since she was a daughter and he put like a lot of political expectations on his sons. So maybe he was okay with Pat going to Hollywood. But anyway, she was an aspiring movie producer rather than an aspiring politician like the rest of her family. However, given the deep-rooted sexism in Hollywood at the time, she faced insurmountable challenges. Now, I knew this, but I felt like a lot of people probably didn't, so I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, Kathleen, who was kick, was shunned by her family. She married outside the Catholic Church, and that was considered an enormous sin. As a result, when kick married a Protestant, her family alienated her. Joseph Jr. was the only one who attended her wedding. And little side fact, if you don't know, kick was actually JFK's favorite sibling. Did you know that JFK was considered unfit to serve in the army in World War II? JFK's constant back and intestinal problems inhibited his entry into World War II. However, he strategically took advantage of his father's influence and manipulated the system in his favor. He was admitted to serve in October of 1941, and despite his medical setbacks, he experienced extreme success in war. He orchestrated and championed the Keats Revival Mission in the gunboat's 1943 sinking, which I will do a full episode on that entire thing. So that is coming very soon. So this is very not unlike Joseph Sr., but he received news of JFK's death in the war, but he kept it from his family. Joseph Sr. seemed to keep a lot of things from his family. Anyway, after John received a medal for his performance in the Pacific during World War II, he was reported missing in action. The surviving crew members held a funeral service for him, and the news of his death was sent home to Joe Sr. Now, he did not share this information with his wife or children for a week, after which point they learned of JFK's survival. Ted Kennedy wrote in his memoir, true compass of John's presumed death and Joe's silence. According to Ted, Joe Sr. allegedly withheld the information as he decided to remain hopeful for John's survival. Joseph Jr. had already completed his service at the time of his plane crash, too. Now this, if you don't know, Joseph Jr. was the oldest son of the Kennedy children. He was the one that was supposed to become the politician and really carry on the family's legacy and everything, and he passed away in a plane crash. So this is the fact about that. Despite the fact that he had already finished his service, Joe Jr. embarked on another mission. His brother John had just received a medal commemorating his service in the war, which could possibly have influenced Joe to engage in an attempt to gain commemoration of his own. Side fact, the brothers were super competitive 
I may have touched on this one in my Jackie two-part episode, but if not, here it is. Jackie came very close to marrying another man before she met JFK. The Society pages of the Washington Herald Times announced her engagement to John Husted, a Yale graduate, World War II veteran, and Wall Street banker in January of 1952. She developed concerns about their relationship, some speculated she had reservations about becoming a housewife, and ended the engagement in March of 1952. Now, she met JFK at a dinner party only a couple months later and the couple married in September of 1953. Here's a little interesting kind of scandalous Jackie fact. Despite the fact that Jackie entered into her marriage under the nickname Virgin Bride, she actually had already lost her virginity beforehand. Instead, Jackie lost her virginity to John P. Marquand in an elevator that was caught between two floors. I had never read that one before, so. Ooh, this one gets to me. Every time I read about Jackie and Mamie, I just, it just gets me all fired up. But anyway, Jackie and Mamie Eisenhower didn't get along at first. Mamie Eisenhower did not want to leave the White House and viewed Jackie Kennedy as a young and inexperienced college girl who she couldn't envision filling her position of first lady. Boy, did Jackie show her. I thought this was interesting just because the transition from one president to another always interests me, like that process and stuff, so I wrote this one down. It only took the Kennedys two hours to move into the White House. Tradition has it that the incoming president is not allowed to move anything into the White House until he is sworn in. There's also an elaborate system in place that facilitates the move, and as a result, the Kennedys were moved into the White House only two short hours after JFK's inauguration. I just thought that was quick and interesting. Oh, this one made me laugh. JFK, intending to lead guests into the blue room, led them into the pantry. He laughed at his mistake and said, oh, this is just another room I wanted to show you. (laughs) Did you know that the Kennedy White House legally threw trash into the Potomac River? At the end of every year, a butler carted all the broken china to Haynes Point and threw it into the Potomac River. That's just terrible. I wonder how many people got their, like, toe sliced on a White House china plate. Now, I knew Jackie exercised, but I didn't know about this much. Jackie frequently walked up to 16 miles a day. Jackie loved to walk around the White House grounds and sometimes all 16 miles of them by herself on a daily basis. That's some dedication right there. Okay, now this one, I read it and I was like, I knew I had read it before, but I kind of always dismissed it. This one, I actually did some research about afterwards and there are a lot of sources that say this is true. I don't know if it really is or not, but I included it anyway because it's interesting. So do your own research on this one for sure. John sent Jackie to have electroshock therapy. So this is the story apparently. One night after John came home from a date with one of his mistresses, he and Jackie, both intoxicated, got into a heated argument. Jackie ran out of the house wearing only her slip and John called for an ambulance to pick her up. She ultimately was taken to a psychiatric hospital and received three shocks of electroshock treatment for depression. I actually think electroshock is still used today. I may be wrong, but I think that's the truth. So, but back then I do know it was a very common thing. So, I mean, maybe it's true. I don't know, but that's a brutal fight. I'm also going to do a full episode on this story too, but I figured I'd include this fact in it too. John originally orchestrated a plan to partner with the Soviet Union in the expedition to the moon. Kennedy was allegedly concerned about the high cost involving the expedition and initially proposed a joint mission. In a proposal to the United Nations, he said, why should man's first flight to the moon be a matter of national competition? Why should the United States and the Soviet Union in preparing for such expeditions become involved in immense duplications of research, construction, and expenditure? I'm going to do a whole space theme, probably series of episodes. I just think it's also interesting how he influenced so much in our space program and what he did for it. So uh, that will be coming soon. This one just made me love Jackie just a little bit more because I kind of relate. If Jackie didn't have any appointments or visitors, she would go upstairs, have a grilled cheese in bed and take a nap. 
this whole story kind of cracks me up. I've read all about it before, but JFK secured 12,000 Cuban cigars before enacting the Cuban trade embargo of 1962. Before launching the commercial, economic, and financial embargo, JFK made sure that he had a hefty supply of his favorite Cuban cigars. I read that he, I can't remember who it was that he sent, but he literally sent someone to order them, didn't tell him why, got them on his desk, and then signed it. And I just think that's hilarious. This may surprise you, JFK normally had more laundry than Jackie. Sometimes JFK swam twice in one day, which meant he changed into as many as three suits. Thus, his laundry pile far exceeded Jackie's. Okay, just a couple more. This one I added in because it's done fairly commonly by wealthy presidents, people that came from money or have their own money and whatever, and then become president. So I added it. John donated all of his congressional and presidential salaries. John's father distributed significant portions of his fortune to his children on a yearly basis, which was more than an adequate amount to fund JFK's living expenses. As a result, John donated his entire congressional and presidential salaries to various charities, which is really cool. Last one, if you've read Clint Hill's books, then you already know this, but I still think it's interesting. The Secret Service referred to all four members of JFK's family by codenames that began with the letter L. As Irish Central States, JFK Secret Service codename was Lancer, alluding to the knight in the play Camelot, as his presidency was endearingly compared to the story of Camelot, first by Jackie herself. Jackie's codename was Lace, their son John Jr. was Lark, and their daughter Caroline was Lyric. I hope you like trivia as much as me. I thought those were just some fun little pop-off facts that we could all enjoy together. I've got a really cool episode I'm working on for this next week that I hope you guys enjoy. All right, that's all I got. I'll talk to you guys next week. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Around 10,000 BCE, families and tribes of the ancestors to the people of Britain would arrive in the southern part of the island after crossing from land that bridged from Europe. The Welsh built houses, communities, kingdoms, and continued to survive through Romans, Saxons, Danes, and Normans. The language and culture influenced by these sources continued to change and thrive, becoming ancient and modern at the same time. Join me as we travel through the history, meeting the kings, queens, nobles, and everyday people that create and grew modern Wales from the seeds of the ancient past. Creoso, and welcome to the Welsh History Podcast.